Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders. Go, food needs refill. The bar. Harp on Sports. The Harp on Sports audio, podcast, and media network. Here we are on the 19th day of August, September. It's 12 days away. And that's crazy. Uh, but here we are. Uh, like, follow, share, subscribe, subscribe, share, follow, like, at Harpon Sports on Twitter. At Harpon Sports Instagram. HarponSports.com. Harpon Sports, the YouTube channel. Again, be a part of it. Share it. Follow, like. Uh, always entertaining. At least I think it's always entertaining. Yes, I do. If you're watching our video, I have my Western Michigan University alumni shirt on. Why? Because 20 years ago, this week, I don't even know how even, it was just interesting because I was going through some of my old things. 20 years ago, 20 years ago this week, I began my senior year at the, the Western Michigan University. So there you go. Go Broncos. Fight on, fight on. Uh, let's see here. What do we have in store for you on this episode of The Bar? Well, the Big Ten brush. We have a time crunch, and the fix is in. Let's start off with this first. Uh, the Big Ten, Kevin Warren, president of the Big Ten, comes out and says, hey, look, we're not revisiting this. There is no Big Ten season. We're not going to have a Big Ten football season. What I think is so interesting about this is how upset other conferences are that the Big Ten's not having a season. Why do you care? Why do you care? If everybody's in this for themselves, right, and everybody's going to do this thing, and you've already made measures, it's not like you are doing a whole season and they're not. They tried. They decided not to. The Pac-12 decided not to. The SEC, the Big 12, and ACC have decided to do it. Here's why. If anything goes wrong, they want to be able to say, well, we didn't know any better. The minute the Big 10 and the A, the minute, the minute, the Big 12 and the Pac-12 removed themselves from the conversation, said we're not going to play this year, the SEC, the ACC, and the Big 12 were no longer allowed to have themselves an absolution to the situation should something go wrong. If I sit there and say, I'm warning you, don't do it, don't do it, and you do it, and you go, well, you had it coming. Plausible deniability is impossible now for the SEC, the ACC, and the Big 12. It is. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's the same thing. Come on, let's go, let's go. I don't want to go. You can go. Well, I'll do Come on. You know that that whole concept, that peer pressure concept? Essentially, the SEC, the Big 12, and the, the SEC, ACC, Big 12, and SEC are now trying to peer pressure other conferences to revisit this thing, including uh, you, you get the players involved. The players want to play. The players want to play. The players want to play. Yeah. And when I was in the first grade, I wanted to ride the roller coaster. I wasn't tall enough. It's, if you want to do all sorts of things, I wanted to drive when I was in junior high. Didn't mean you get to. The players want to play. It's the university's job to protect them. The coaches bring them in to protect. I'll take care of your son. I'll take care of your daughter. The parents want their kids to play. Doesn't matter. My dad wanted me to be a center fielder for the New York Yankees or the Red Sox or the Cubs. So what? What he wanted. Didn't matter. It's what the big leagues wanted. Not me. Not good enough. So I look at this and I say to myself at this point, why are if you're the SEC, ACC, Big 12, why do you care if the Big 10 and the Pac-12 is not there? It's because you lost plausible deniability. You did. And the Big 10 comes out and they double down and go, we're not going to play. We're not. You want to play? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go for it. 
Go for it. What's next? We'll see. We'll see. But the Big Ten's out. It's over. You know, six teams trying to prepare their own mini conference and all this stuff. They should get eligibility. They should be allowed to go somewhere else and play. Watch. It's August 19th. Watch how much the Big Ten is going to be. Look Look how good the Big Ten's going to look in four months, three months. This is going to be a disaster. This fall is going to be a disaster. It's going to be a mess. They're not even back in school yet. North Carolina and Notre Dame had combined over 240 positive tests. They're not even back in school. They're not even back yet. Classes haven't even really kicked up yet. The season hasn't even started yet. Students haven't even gathered, and Notre Dame's only got, what, 4,000 undergrads? Notre Dame's got 4,000 undergrads. they got 130 positive tests. North Carolina, not a gigantic school by any means. 120 positive tests. What are you going to do when you get into a situation where Ohio State's got 60,000 students? What are you, you going to do? Texas. Texas have 50,000 students? <laughs> it's, 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 it's almost comical, like, oh, well, what are we going to do here? disaster this is a disaster but hey go for it but big tens out big ten we're out we're out now we're talking about starting the season in january and here's what's going to happen right now it's finger pointing finger pointing finger pointing and something gets taken away and then like all right i'll do it watch by halloween 80%, 75, you can't get 80% of Americans to get anything. By Halloween, 70% of Americans will be okay with masks. 80%. It's not going down. But Florida just had their 10,000th death. My state, 10,000 deaths. All right. So liberal governor. Oh, wait. <laughs> not. 10,000 dead people now. So, go ahead. Big Ten's like, go ahead. Go. We're not, we're not playing. We're not playing. Good for them. You go and do you, everybody else. Speaking of doing you, time crunch. Time crunch. Something that the NCAA did do that's going to create a mess down the road, but you have to do it. Kind of like raising the debt, the deficit, and the debt to allow the economy to survive. This season, this fall, does not count eligibility-wise for anybody. So you could be a senior in college this year. Play this fall. If something goes wrong, if you get sick or next year, you're a senior as well. The problem is the, the ooh, departing senior class in high school, you're going to be going into a collegiate situation where there are going to be 15 fifth year seniors on a lot of these teams. Now you're going to clear out. What is it? 200 and oh, Seth, what is it? 266 is that I don't know if that number is correct or not draft picks 240 it's more than 246 266 NFL draft picks so 266 guys are going to be gone another you know good chunk are going to graduate and decide you know it's time for life but some aren't some won't and you have the opportunity to have think about just like a situation where you have 20 seniors that are going to graduate Okay, we graduate, we stay in grad school, our scholarships are still on it, so we can go to grad school, and we can still play football next year. It's kind of like March Madness, where everybody comes back for one more year, and everybody comes together, and it's like, oh my gosh, this team's got a bunch of juniors and seniors. 
That's why Kentucky always gets dumped in the NCAA tournament because you have a team that you run into eventually that has a bunch of juniors and seniors on it. You're a bunch of freshmen, and they just kind of know things. They've been playing together for too long. They kind of make it work. It's why America struggled for a while on the international basketball stage is because you're running into European teams and South American teams that are always constantly playing together, and you're trying to throw an all-star of NBA league together with a bunch of Americans, and they have no cohesiveness. Well, similar things going to happen in sports, at least college football. But this is a good thing. And how do we handle this? What do we do? What do we do? This is easy. What do we do? Scholarship. What do we do? What do we do? Ten more scholarships per team. For one year. We're going to have ten more scholarships for this upcoming year. That's what you do. That's what you do. The transfer portal is going to be packed next year. That's a good thing. People talk about, oh, we're going to have this abundance of college athletes and we're gonna have a but more guys on football teams than than possible good you know you know who this helps this helps rebuilding programs this helps rebuilding programs are you gonna sit here and tell me college football wasn't better because joe burrow could leave ohio state immediately it was wasn't it wasn't it instantly better was college football better or worse last year because jalen hurts went to oklahoma was college football better because jalen hurts was at oklahoma last year or would have been better off if he wasn't? Of course it was better that he was at Oklahoma last year. Not all transfers work right. Was college football better because Justin Fields was able to go to Ohio State? It was better immediately. The transfer portal is a good thing. How's it a bad thing? The transfer portal is never going to be busier. It's a good thing. So we're going to have, what, 10 more scholarships per team or? Fine, you don't want to do that. We're going to have, a, oh, what are we going to do here? We got all these extra guys coming in. Rosters, the talent pool is going to be bigger and stronger. You know who's not going to complain about it? Coaches. How many coaches have complained that all these guys are getting an extra year of eligibility? You know who complains about that? Worrisome fans. Recruiting dorks. That's who complains about this. Recruiting dorks. What are we going to do about all our recruiting numbers? Not going to have, oh my gosh, I got, I got my recruiting list here. Got my recruiting list. We got four defensive tackles now. Coaches aren't going to worry about it. We'll worry about that when we get there. How are we going to balance this stuff out? Who cares? We'll worry about that next year. Well, you're going to have all these extra guys. Okay, well, 10 more scholarships per team. So what? So this is not a problem, right? Good for the NCAA, though. And the NCAA is being proactive with this, aren't they? They are. The NCAA is being extremely proactive with all of this. And it's a good thing that they're being proactive with all of this. The fact that the NCAA is coming, we're going to give you more scholarships or we're, we're going to, all scholarships don't count, or all scholarships. Eligibility doesn't matter this year. Um, even if you play this year, you're going to get another year. How's that a bad thing? So you got to find some good in this stuff. You can't just bitch and moan all the time. How's that a bad thing? So they don't have to worry about academia or worry about their thing. If you're a senior in high school this year, it's awful. I feel so bad for seniors in high school last year. It's terrible. I can only imagine how crushing it would have been to me if I didn't have a senior year in baseball in high school or senior year in football and crushing and crushing it a bit heartbreaking heart goes out to them that you got to graduate you got to move on you don't get another year of high school eligibility college kids are gonna get another year so what like back on it I'd like to have stayed in college for another year no responsibilities so shouldn't say that not as many responsibilities as the real world but there you go. Good for them. Good for the NCAA and doing that. See, there's good things. The Big Ten said, why is everybody worried about the Big Ten and the Pac-12 canceling their season? You want to play? Go ahead. Play. Why are you worried about us? Which gets us to a last point. The fix is in. Told you on the last podcast over the weekend that 
the reason the SEC and the ACC and Big 12 were mad is because if something would go wrong, you get a player, you have a coronavirus outbreak, a student athlete dies, you can't look around and go, well, we, we didn't know. We didn't know. Big 10 knew. Yeah, but they're a bunch of pansies. See, that won't work. It will not work. Plausible deniability does no law. It doesn't exist in this case. Your host, something happens to a student athlete, and you're in the SEC, the ACC, or Pac-12. You are hosed. You're going to get sued. You're going to get embarrassed. It, millions of dollars. You're just, you're just going to be hosed. If and think about this. If I cancel something, if I'm a school, and I go, hey, look, because this is exactly what this is. If I'm a school and I'm like. Boy, there's severe weather coming. We see tornado activity, tornadic activity. Okay, this bad storm's coming. We're going to send everybody home. Maybe a hurricane's a better example here. We're going to send everybody, get, get out. We're going to close shop, get out. We're going to send you home. It's not that bad right now. We're going to send you home. And a tornado and hurricane comes through, and you're the business that didn't close. It's the best analogy I can give you on that. Here comes a hurricane. You're like, eh, whatever. It's probably going to peel off the coast. Here's a, here, here's a high-pressure system. Here comes a bunch of tornadoes. Eh. That was always the dilemma when I lived in northern Alabama. Hey, we got some severe weather. Send everybody home. So they get the kids home. Why? Because there was a school that didn't do that. Boom. Tornado dropped on the school. Killed a bunch of kids. You can't predict the future. Yeah, but if everybody sends everybody home and closes their business when a hurricane's coming and you choose not to, and a hurricane hits your business... Kills people. There's risk in everyday life. Yeah. Doesn't mean I stand on top of an automobile when it's going 75 miles an hour down the highway. So there's that. I told you the fix was in. And this is where this is going. Feel bad because they're going to pin this. The SEC, the ACC, and the Big 12 are going to pin this on their students. Not the athletes, the students. You saw what happened in North Carolina and Notre Dame, right? 100 and 250 positive tests and all. We're going to shut down practice for the day. Well, fix it. There's no short-term solution for this. There's just not. It's like building a house or building a... You know what this is? The coronavirus is building a new sports stadium. It's not something, well, in a week we'll hear it. No, it doesn't work that way. When you have major construction delays, you're talking months. Months. So I was looking at this. And they're already pumping the primer. We're doing it in Alabama over the weekend. Students are out drinking. They're not wearing masks. Students are spreading this. They're going to, when the Big Ten, and this is the other thing too, with the ACC and the SEC and the Big 12, you have no control over this. You didn't isolate. You're not going to bubble the, the situation. You can see what's going on now, and the, and the fix is in. Remember, they didn't want to pay the students to say, okay, you don't have to go to class. We'll just isolate you, and we'll pay you this year. We're going to put you in a bubble. We're going to isolate you from the student population. You don't have to go to class. We're going to pay you fifteen grand. You go back to school in January. That's all you had to do. All you had to do. Schools don't want to do that, do they? No. So what's going to happen? Well, all these students have it. Why don't we just remote educate this year? They're going to get it anyway. These athletic directors, they're going to get it anyway. They're going to tell their students. Things are going to start to start up here. They're going to be like, you know, it's too risky. Let's just remove you from the campus. You can do remote studying. Well, the rest of the students are on campus. There's an idea out right now. I saw this today where... And it come, uh, I want to say, oh, what conference is it coming from? Shame on me. Shame, shame, shame on me. Where if you are 20% capacity, 
If your school is more than 20%, has more than 20% student capacity, the athletes then can remove themselves from the campus and remote learn. There's a type <laughs> of ridiculous. Think about that. They're gonna get your they're gonna get you. The fix is in. They're gonna they're gonna hose these kids. They're not gonna pay them and they're gonna make them play and they're not gonna get any money for it. And they're not gonna be student athletes. You know, a month ago, they had you sit there. They could have paid them, bubbled them. You could have been fine. Didn't want to do it. So now they're like, what can we do to weasel out of this? What can we do? What can we, how are we going to get out of this? Oh, I know what we'll do. If if a student, if there's more than 20% of a student body, the, the athletes don't have to go to the class. They can just remote learn. So you're going to get them to play. You're not going to pay them. And you're going to get them to kind of take classes. You're going to get to make your TV money slimy. Just slimy little snakes. You see, I, the fix is in. I can see it. I can see it coming from a mile away. Good try. <laughs> just think you guys good try. What we'll do, we'll, we'll, we'll set up something where if there's a certain amount of students, they don't have to go. It's a fix. And it's in. And you're all a part of it. The SEC, ACC, and Big 12, you're all part of it. They're going to hose these. Look, if anything gets canceled, you're going to blame it on the students. The students did this. Well, the students weren't responsible in the Big Ten, but they're responsible in the South. There's no control group on this. And again, you know, I'm fortunate enough that ESPN Gainesville, when I walk into work, I walk right by Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Every day when I want to, I go run and do workouts in the stadium. It's great. I couldn't ask for a better office. I could never ask for a better setting. I could ask for parking. Never knew that I've never had to pay $420 to park at my job. First time ever, $420 to park at my job. Go Gators. 420 bucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I can break it up over my 26 paychecks. So. Bonus. I do. I couldn't ask for a better setting. But I watch 25 years old and under how you interact. I do. <laughs> Could explode. Like, oh, but the, but the, and here's the, and here's the fallacy in this. We're just going to have the, and the, you don't think more than two steps ahead. Everybody thinks a week ahead, right? We're well, the SEC. We're going to push this back a week. We're going to push this back another week. Nobody thinks the step after that. Children and cavemen play checkers. Intelligent individuals play chess. Checkers, it's as simple as, okay, one move. Chess, five, six, seven moves ahead. Intelligent people play chess. Imbeciles play checkers. And they're playing checkers right now, not chess. Why? What's going to happen? Okay, our students, they're not going to be in class. Well, I know no football player ever that's going to go to a party and drink where there's a bunch of hot women. They're not going to get this from the class. They're going to get it from out of class. You know, who's going to get the coronavirus by working in a computer lab. They're going to get the coronavirus because they're going to be at a party and there's going to be 50 kids. That's where they're going to get it. Don't believe me? 120 students at North Carolina or 130 and 120 Notre Dame. 250 North Carolina and Notre Dame students got it. Did they get it from class? Interactions off campus. Think about diseases, sickness. Nobody gets chlamydia from algebra. At least I don't think so. Unless I've got some wires crossed. Fixes in. There you go. Harp on Sports, the bar. Harp on Sports, the podcast. Harp on Sports, audio, media, and podcasting network. 
follow, share, like, share, follow, like, at Harpon Sports Twitter, at Harpon Sports Instagram, HarponSports.com, Harpon Sports Facebook page, Harpon Sports, the YouTube channel. And there you go. Getting closer. My show starts in less than a month. Harpon Sports going to be 10 to noon every single day on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. It's just a question of when we get it set up. When's it going to start? I am eyeing the day after Labor Day. Eyeing the day after Labor Day. That's the first time I've made that announcement. So there you go. Been an interesting four and a half months running a radio station without any staff. But we're there. Figured it out. Greatness always finds a way. So there you go. Enjoy your week. Look forward to chatting with you soon. Harp on Sports Audio Podcast Media Network. Remember, stay focused. Stay clean. Stay strong. Frankenstein. Have fun with your friends.